0: been a while since we've done one of these, Brad. Has it? Feels like it has. But
1: you know what? They don't know.
0: They don't know. Yeah, and I guess idea. you guys don't know. You guys don't know anything.
1: <laughs> I'm just pulling the wool over your eyes on a weekly basis.
0: True. Uh, I walked into Rubber Tracks today to hear Brad writing some guitars. <laughs> Sounded good. Thank you. What are you working on? Can you talk about it at so,
1: all? So, yeah, you know what? We'll, I'm just going to spill the beans here. Spill the beans. So, Rubber Tracks, is, Brooklyn is being closed down. Very, what?
0: <laughs> it's very sad.
1: Um, we knew it was probably gonna happen. This was like if I mean it was originally supposed to be five years and it has been. Um it's actually been a little longer. And the, the lease is up here too. So as you may have noticed, the neighborhood is being raised. R-A-Z-E-D. Um wait, is that right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. Uh so anyway, like when we kind of got the final word that this was definitely, you know, we weren't gonna like move it. The first thing in my head was, my God, I've been here five years and I haven't actually recorded in the studio. I mean, I did a few projects, one with played you. played
0: bass on a track me and Jamie
1: Kilstein did. Yeah, dude. which was awesome. Yes. But like, you know, I'm a songwriter. I've got decades of material. <laughs> so yeah, I called the old Goop Strummer, Jeff Heffman Benison, and said, dude, what's up? We got to record. And we did. We recorded like three songs.
0: Nice. Is there a name for this? It's just oh, goops. Or something else? It's not the or... goops,
1: but um, I don't know. We've we've I've used uh, local Rasputins. Okay, and then I also used um, war pants. Okay. <laughs> so if you like either of those names, let me know. I'm Brad. Now,
0: um, so yeah. So I've
1: been recording.
0: So that's great. So sad. Rubber tracks is closing. Happy Brad's recording <laughs> and. Uh, in case you're concerned about going off track, don't be. Yeah, we're, we will not falter. We will not. We will not be closed. We already
1: have a couple of alternate yeah. locations. Got some
0: ideas. Got some stuff in the works. If you wanna host a podcast, <laughs> you can let us know. But uh, yeah, so we yeah we'll be fine. But um, we're very sad. And we're gonna of course thank Robert Tracks for hosting us for the last five years. It's been it's awesome. Been, it's been very awesome. Um, and today's guest has actually was one of our first guests really early on Uh, Anthony Green Um, Anthony came on the podcast with Will Yip his producer and uh, I think Benny was on this one too maybe not I don't remember Uh, (laughs) but yeah Anthony and Will Yip came by and Anthony to discuss Anthony's new uh, solo album Pixie Queen which uh, Will recorded no Benny no Benny yeah it was just me and Will and Anthony (laughs) Benny was here in spirit. Uh, of course he was. But yeah, this is so funny. I always forget to mention Benny when he's here, <laughs> and then when he's not here, I'm
1: like, I'm pretty sure he's on this one. Does it even out? Does it work? You give him yeah, I think it credit evens for out. something. I think didn't it even out.
0: Um, but yeah, so Anthony is a new solo record, Pixie Queen. It's great. Will recorded it. Will has recorded. Pianos become the teeth. Balance and composure. I think all uh, pretty much every big kind of band. So uh, we talked about the process. We talked about you know a lot of anthony's kind of struggles with addiction a lot of personal stuff anthony's always kind of an open book so it's great and uh i'd also like to announce that uh circus survive just said that they will be doing an on letting go 10-year anniversary tour that kicks off in january and that's like a full u.s run so if you missed uh in these pixie queen dates you can see anthony sing for his band circus survive uh who i don't need to promote because they're like a super big band <laughs> uh so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Let's get into this podcast with Anthony Green and Will Yip. It's going on! Anthony, Will, thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks thanks for, for having us. Having us. Um, we were just talking about dreams before mm-hmm. we started.
2: Do you generally remember your dreams? So it's like a half and half thing. Some dreams I remember a lot. You know, when I was getting fucked up, I never remembered any of my dreams. Right. Um, but you know, you know, when I was in, I remember being in rehab and like having fucking crazy dreams in there. Cause it was like the first time I was ever going to bed, like clear headed, but I would say I remember about 50% of my dreams. I keep a little notepad next to my bed. And if I have a dream or if I have something I need to write down from my sleep or whatever, I always write about it as soon as I can. That way it sticks in my memory. But a lot of times I'm woken by like a knee to the groin or like kids pulling my hair. So right, I like, right. immediately forget whatever, or, like a yeah. giant crab was just intercepting my thoughts. Yeah, and, you only
3: have like a few like milliseconds yeah. to like re- actually remember your dream when you yep. wake up. And usually by the time I wake up, I have... Thousand text messages, <laughs> like, literally blown up, I'm like, shit, and I wake up this, like, anxiety-filled yep. day already, so I forget it. I haven't remembered a dream since, like, 92. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Lucas told me this thing, I think I talked about it before, where he won't check his email until, like, he's up for an hour. That's yeah, so yeah. good. And I won't it's do such a it. good process. Because I feel like I do it once in a while, and then if I don't, like, yeah, you check your email, and immediately I'm stressed out for the yeah, whole day. Well,
2: there's, so there's a thing, okay? It's like a, it's like a thing that, um, it, there's like, a, you can be over... Uh, the, the overstimulated by cell phones and screens and all yeah. this stuff and it does something to your stress hormones to wake up and be on your thing all day long it's a weird it's a weird thing I, somebody was telling me about it and uh they said that it's better to just limit that especially in the morning to let your brain wake up without having it being jostled by all these all this information coming at you you know
0: yeah, yeah i mean i'd imagine for you will like You must have to have such a tight schedule, especially with doing bands... Yeah, it's 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 tough. and you would like book till like two thousand thirty five.
3: Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah, b- yeah. booked for usually about uh, a little under a year. We don't like to go past that. So, what if you want to take like a vacation or something?
0: It's tough. It's yeah. tough. We have to. He work. doesn't.
2: He takes like two yeah. or three days. Really? Once in a while, I hear that he takes two or three days. But yeah. I'll get mixes from him at three o'clock in the morning while I'm sleeping, and then he'll be texting me at ten thirty the next day. Yeah,
3: I but we book a we have an annual trip to spring training. You know, I'm a big baseball guy, so okay. we do that. So we have that set for like a few days. Yeah. But the, but you know, unless I'm lucky and we get this pocket of time, you know, to Christina
2: ever gets on your case about that. She's she like, gets, I need a few days. Dude,
3: she she gets it. That's why she's she's a good one. She's a yeah. keeper because she gets she gets she gets the dream. You know, yeah, she gets the hustle. It. She gets the grind. You know, the goal is to work a lot now and then. You know, work a little less later. It, what, it, what
0: if she get yeah. sick or something?
3: Um, that's the thing. I've gotten sick on the last four records and. The thing is, I, I just do it. Yeah. I just do it. You know, I, we might take a few nights early or whatever. Um, but the thing is, you know, if, if I'm at home, if I'm sick at home, I'm going to be mixing anyway. You know, it's not like I'm doing strenuous work. You know, um, I complain about, you know, working a lot all the time. But at the end of the day, I'm just using my ears and, and making music. Man, That's what I'll be doing if I'm sick. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm dying. If I'm, you know, that's what I'll be <coughs> doing no matter what is yeah. writing music, producing music, mixing music, You know, no matter what, you know.
2: Yeah, it's weird that like you do this thing that you love and you wanna do it all the time and then when you get the opportunity and people are like, All right, well here's more than you can probably possibly <laughs> handle. Let's see how let's see how I, this th- is. I'm in the
3: middle of that right now. Like yeah. we're like we're we're Me in too. that but, but yeah, we're in that together. <laughs> and uh you know, hey, hey, I'm grateful for it. Rather yeah rather this than than the opposite, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh,
0: and I play in a band with David and Zach from Pianos. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, whoa. So they've talked about you a lot. I know well, they spent like um, a month down there. United with, Nations. Whoa, well, with, with Jeff and Zach. With so Jeff, me. yeah. Dude, yeah. whoa,
3: you didn't tell
2: me this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I, thought you knew, I just thought dude. you knew. I just thought you knew. Dude. I, just thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you knew Jonah. Everybody knows Jonah. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> He's like crazy. a legend. I think
0: we, me and Will, I feel like, have a lot of the same friends. You have a lot of the like, same friends. And like, whoa. Like, yeah, yeah. The
2: Pianos records are my favorite records I've ever really, I really, you did not know that Jonah was in the United Nations? I swear to God. That's crazy! I can't believe you didn't tell me. We played a killer show. I'm sorry, show with, I thought with, it was just. We like a, a killer
0: show with Circa and a Life Once Lost. Yep. Oh.
2: <laughs> and uh, that was awesome. That was the, awesome. The House of
0: Blues, Atlantic we, City. Yeah. And we
2: played like we played a bunch of times together. Yeah.
0: Like, that must have been tough to spend a month with those guys. That, I mean, like especially you know some, all the egos and. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's, like, it's basically like a bunch of Beyonces. Yeah, it, yeah and The pianos are like. Yeah,
3: to- literally, it's the top three easiest months I've yeah. ever had in my entire really? life. Really? Yeah, they were. They were uh true pleasure you yeah know? and they were some of their they were very prepared you know uh which i love but i i also work really well when the bands aren't prepared because i like building building the record with the band together but they were so prepared but they're always they were also so open to expand their sound and, and my ideas and you know and and we got a lot of special stuff on that record yeah
0: you know? keep
2: you that's like one of my favorite records it's, you've done. Yeah. yeah
3: it's a good one yeah
2: I mean, how did you guys
0: sort of initially meet you two?
2: Will was, like, doing... I remember hearing from Colin from Circa's brother that they were going down to the studio where they were going to record that, like, where, like, Lauren Hill recorded and stuff, and I was like, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and then we came down there to meet about doing the Circa record, and I was, like, dazzled by everything. And Will was just, like, seemed like this young kid who just knew everything about recording. And uh, came off like really confident, really excited about making music. And I think at that time, I was sort of losing steam with what I was doing and, and needed people around me that were like really hyped up on what they were doing. And um, He was just engineering for Circa, but I could see that he was, was re- a really good producer and I could see that he was like cr- creatively on the same page as me and we were talking about music that we liked and um, it sort of evolved from there.
0: The Circuit doesn't seem like an easy band to engineer in the sense that there's a lot going on. Not yeah. not well, like there's a you lot guys going, are difficult, but it's not just no, like we, one are, guitar, we are a one.
2: difficult band for sure and I think that's what makes, that makes that's beautiful. what makes it yeah. really right. a great yeah. eclectic mix is because it's you know there's a lot of artists together trying to create something yep. together it's going to be it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I did a podcast here with
0: Colin, and it was so fun. Yeah, I had never great. really sat down and like hung out with him one on one. Yeah, he's a yeah. great
2: one on one dude. He's like he's very knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So how was what was sort of the process like for Pixie Queen? I mean, did you guys?
2: Did you feel like it was kind of collaborative with with Will? Or, like, yeah. what was what yeah. was the dynamic yeah, like, I our, guess? The most
3: collaborative we've been. It's yeah. true.
2: The last, yeah. sir, the last solo record I did a few years ago, there was, like, a two or three songs on there where I just didn't... We were working on them, and I just... I, cu- I couldn't figure out what to do with them. And Will and I really dug into those songs as far as structuring and melodies and how things would work. Maybe this melody would work over the chorus, or you can make a bridge out of this. And that was the first real time yeah. we ever, like really got into everything from the song structure to the melodies to you know like the 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 key of the song and and uh i you know when i basically was writing this record i would like write some little parts and i would write some things but instead of sweating about like i would just come up with ideas and then i would take them into will and be like check this out what do you think we could do this like maybe we could make this two parts or maybe we could do this like a waltz or something and you know, we collaborated on everything. Yeah, the, you know, we'll sing melodies back and forth to yeah. each other, you know, like, it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, the way I like making any record, which always doesn't happen, um, uh, kind of almost rarely happens, is let it let it happen as organically as possible, you know? And I think that's why, you know, Anthony and I work together so well, is that every idea is so organic. We don't force anything. If if we, If we do an idea and we don't like it, we move on to the next idea. You know, we keep moving on. Um, until we have some that we're literally screaming at each other about because it's yeah. so good. And that's where we got every idea. It happened so fast because, you know, I think Anthony had a lot of great ideas coming in. And again, we built it up. Most of it, uh, com- at least, completed the core song idea in the studio together. And yeah, you know, we had uh, Anthony brought in a lot of great um, basic ideas. Like pieces. Yeah, the skeleton, like, the rough skeleton, you know, yeah. a rough heart of, not even the skeleton, more yeah. so like the heart of the song. Like yeah. there would be a core theme. And we just took it and kind of completed the song yeah, around it. We would it.
2: try stuff until we were high fiving and screaming like in excitement about how good it was. If, and that's
3: how we came. And we, everything. if we don't do that, if we're not high fiving each yeah. other at the end, we're, it's probably not good.
2: I'm saying this like <laughs> we. There's been like maybe two occasions in our creative relationship so far. where We've been looking at each other like what the
0: fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. we're both really uh, like we're both really. Uh, outgoing creatively, so it's like he'll jump to start an idea and finish an idea, and we'll we like riff off each other. And, like, and we
3: just know, you know, I've said this term way too. Many he's straight times up but, like an
2: artist. Yeah. Like he's he's in, he's straight up in there, you know, as an artist too. Like when when if there's something I needed for, from him, he's there. And if there's something, you know, in any way, whether that means to be as involved creatively as I need him to be, or whether it's like yo, I really need to see this through on yeah. my own, you know, he's he's amazing. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, what when you're just kind of coming up with song ideas, I mean, I'd imagine that with having three kids and stuff, I mean, is that hard? Do you have to, like, set aside time? It's like...
1: Because
2: I I I feel like
0: I can't get anything done. I don't have any kids. And I'm still like, "Uh, where does the whole day go? No,
2: I mean, that's... I think that's... Dude, when I had all the time in the world to do everything and I was making music for a living, I didn't spend enough time doing it. I was fucking around. I was getting high. I was fucking, you know, just being... Like, uh, you know, irresponsible with my time. And now that I have three kids, my time's so limited and I, I, so much of my day is spent taking care of other people that when I do have the time, it's, I'm super dedicated to it. I almost have more time now that I'm forced to manage it in a different way. You know, so, I mean, sometimes I'll write an idea and I'll sing it into my phone. Sometimes I'll just take 15 minutes and play something into my phone. Most of my writing, it's done when the boys are in bed or early in the morning before they wake up. And like I, I don't like I said I don't stress out too much at home about like trying to fix every little thing up so I have this thing. And I like know if I have a meet, the meat and potatoes of a song, I can go into the studio and play the studio. And me and Will can sit behind the board and play the studio, sing ideas if we have them, and sing melodies and really see how it's going to lay out. Rather than you know kind of trying to make everything perfect before I go in there. I love going in there and like experimenting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. Like, do you have to like set a lot of like timers, or like,
2: how do you like, how do you sort of keep track? I, I I really just I really just like go by my feeling. Like, if I'm tired and the boys are in bed, and I have this feeling like I need to sit down and write, like I'll sit down and write. I don't. Need, it doesn't need to be like the greatest song I ever ri- wrote. Right. Know? Right. If too much time goes. Like I'll, I came home from this taste of chaos thing that it was Seos and didn't pick up a guitar for two weeks. And on like the 14th or 15th day, I was like, I was just not feeling good. I wasn't feeling myself. I was snappy. I was like, not patient with the boys. I just, something was up and Meredith was like, listen, why don't you just go sit outside and play guitar for a little bit and go get your head right. And I went out and I wrote this little idea and I had put it on my phone and I immediately felt like relieved. Like oh, okay, this is why I'm not feeling good. It's because I'm not like really fulfilling my purpose in, in, on the planet or something. You know, maybe that's just what I tell myself. But I just, you know, I wait till they go to bed and I, I write my yeah. tired, hazy, like <laughs> groggy <laughs> s- state of mind.
0: Speaking of guitars, I was so stoked to learn that Phil was playing with Sales oh, and Wives. Yes. I've known that dude forever. He's great. Yeah, he, he knows everybody. Phil. Uh, Phil knows. Well, I was. I worked on Taste of Chaos for Alterner Press in 2000. 2000- like As I Lay Dying was on it, mm-hmm. and it was like Deftones, As I Lay Dying, um, like a Treyu. It was very weird, but I actually became real
2: good friends with him and Nick. Yeah. He's like the nicest guy, and Nick's yes. so cool too. He's like the nicest. Yeah. Guy ever. How, what was that kind of process like? I mean, like, I mean, for me, it was like they we they had their issues, you know, with their original guitar player, and it was something that I. You know, tried to um, maneuver the best way I could, you know, they, I want, at the end of the day, I wanted the band to be happy, you know, so they kind of decided all that stuff, and then they said, hey, we got this guy, you know, from As I Lay Dying, and I came out and met him, and he was really cool, and he played the songs really well, and he was super cool to hang out with. Yeah. You know, at at that point, it was just like, well, I really hope this guy's just a cool dude to be on the bus with. Right, you know? right. And he was not only that, but he was, like, an incredible guitar player and really good presence on, on stage. And he was way more than just cool to hang out with. He was, like, hilarious. Yeah. We yeah. probably closed out, like, every night, just me and him, last two people on the bus, just, like, sitting out and talking about music.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, how would you, like, I know... Obviously, you talked about like sort of the heroin addiction and that kind of stuff on mm-hmm. Pixie Queen. I mean, do you feel like like enough time has gone by since that we have like a perspective on it where
2: it's easier to write about it or is it harder or what's that sort of I like? I mean, I have a perspective on it, but I don't think enough. To, I, I, I still don't know, you know, I, I'm, It's it's been like three years and I still feel like I'm it's a fresh thing for me yeah so that's like not a long time in the grand scheme of my life of getting fucked up like three <laughs> years is not that big a deal but I, I feel like you know just being aware of it and having it be something that I constantly every day I'm dealing with it makes it creeps its way into everything I'm doing yeah you know and I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a time like I had such a relationship with 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 drugs and hard drugs and drinking like it was like such a love affair for such a long time like an abusive codependent love affair you know so it's like i don't know if it's ever going to be something that doesn't work its way into the things i'm like writing
1: you know?
0: right 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 i mean is that something you're it's like always in the back of your head or do you sort of
2: like uh, I- always but like there are times where i'm like fuck you know i think about like <clears throat> there's members of our family right now that are going through some stuff with heroin and it's like I want to be involved in trying to help but again I'm like still new at it I'm still right. figuring out how to take care of myself I still have triggers and I don't want to be anywhere near it Yeah, you know and I think that there's a lot of tricks that your brain plays on you you know to try to get you into that place you know and I don't know whether it's your brain or I don't know whether it's just addiction I, I don't want to classify it but I know that I have tricked myself into putting myself into situations where I probably shouldn't be in Yeah, and so it's like I still feel very new with it all What's, one
0: thing that's weird sort of like really into the dreams is like, yeah, when you're not, like I was, you know, I would smoke pot every day and then mm-hmm. I stopped and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I remember my dreams. And I yeah. like Googled it and they're like, yeah, if you go to bed stoned, like you're never going to remember anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so, it's weird. I like all this stuff I never thought about. Yeah. Because you just get used to it.
2: Yeah. I think that's the same thing with your cell phone too. I think your brain will change if you're not looking at your yeah. cell phone. Like I didn't have my phone for like four days and I could feel the way I thought. Like if we the way I was thinking changing the way yeah. I was feeling about it, I think it's anything if you're in like this habitual like m- m- mode of doing something that feels good and it's like an easy feel good it's gonna rewire your brain to like just going toward that you know and sometimes it's good to have things laid out in front of you that are like challenges that bring you stress and discomfort you know
0: well i think it's also like it makes you be like present in the moment yeah. like i feel like with a cell phone it's like whenever i'm in line somewhere waiting for something I'm just like i'm gonna look at this thing yeah. i'm not paying attention to anything Whereas it's like if i don't have it like it's like you're like oh like there's a tree over here. Yeah, there's a, you know. and, and
2: your your mind wanders in a different place that where you're not like looking at ads and you're looking at other people's life. Like you're looking around you, you know. And maybe there's something around you that's speaking to you, you know that needs that needs to be there, you know. And you're not noticing it because you're looking at videos of like cats playing drums.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just start putting my phone away during sessions. Yeah, yeah. Only a- check it at lunch, and it just helps me out so much. This is one less piece of anxiety, you yeah. know. Of like. You know, I'm in the middle of so many different projects and and two record labels. You know, and so many things and a new band. You know, so so having so many things, uh, always wanting to be on top of everything yeah, is what, what I what I really want to do. But it just takes away from what my task is at that moment yeah. and my full creativity. Mm-hmm. as a percentage of my brain focused on that 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 piece of technology. It's a mild intoxicant you know? You know? for yeah. sure.
2: It takes you out of yourself. It takes yeah. you yeah. out of the moment. It's just like any other thing. You know. <laughs>
0: How do you deal well with like being like when you're overwhelmed, like if someone's like,
3: "Eh, can you give me this mix tomorrow or like, Um, you know, I need a million things. I mean, I I used to be really bad at it and wanting to kind of please everybody, you know, and saying, oh man, uh, Brandon needs this guitar up mix tomorrow. I have to get to him tomorrow. Shit. while I'm working on a title fight track and we have to finish, you know, uh, whatever piecing together a song at the same time, Mm -hmm. you know, but now it's just whatever I'm working on. I just have to finish it. Yeah. You know, whatever. And I just have to kind of, you know, dedicate time just a little more appropriately. But I've learned that uh, people will wait. You know, yeah. people need in the bottom, they? They they really don't. You know, I think they're everyone's kind of grateful for our time together. You know what I mean? Um, and and people will wait. They they, they have to because you know that you know there's there's a lot, a lot of other stuff out there and it's just not about one record or about myself or about this band um it's always moving the the schedule is always moving and i'm gonna get it done and it's gonna be the best version of it so it will be worth the wait when when whenever we get it um it's been more so stressful with you know uh the record label stuff you yeah know, i started you know memory music um a year ago and that's added a whole new stress even putting out only four records in the last year but it's uh it's it's tough because you know those are real deadlines to get things manufactured so that yeah, right. my homies have records so, so they can sell and make money on the road, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that's not a burden, you know, I like it, you know, because, you know, I like that stress. I, I, yeah. I kind of feed off my stress, but it just definitely adds dynamic to making records yeah. too. So I kind of, every day, I kind of put away 20 minutes at the end of a few hours during a session saying, I'm going to check my stuff now, I'll yeah. be right back, and then do it at lunch, and then do it post-session. So I'm always on top of it, and I'll, I have a great team around me. You know, I have Tim um, and my buddy Justin at the studio who kind of helps me out and make sure make sure that uh, things that can get taken care of without me um, are taken care of. So, yeah, I think with the right team around you, around you, and with the right um, kind of dedicating the right amount of time to everything, then everything will kind of work itself out.
2: Do you feel like you have like earned the right as an adult now, who's like? I guess a professional. I guess is, why is why do I feel weird calling us call ourselves? Yeah, no, no, it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> it's weird. I'm like 35 years old. Yeah. I'm allowed to be a professional, <laughs> right? Is that not punk? Yeah. You're 30. You're like you're in your 30s. You're 30. 30? You 30 yet? You're nah, 29? 29. 29. Yeah. 29. You have, you feel like you have the you earned the right to say like no I, I can't do that for you right now. You're gonna have to wait for that. I think
3: everyone has that right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
2: I think well, when you're young, you, you really want you want to yeah, prove yourself. I
3: think I've earned what I have earned. Um, especially because I've done so many bands' next record, so they they've done yeah. records with me before. Is um, I've earned that they know that I'm not lazy. They know that if I can't get it tomorrow, there's a reason why I can't get it tomorrow. You know, they know that I'm doing everything I can to deliver the record in the right way, yeah, at the and in the speed I can. You know, That's so cool. I think you- I earned that. I didn't earn like, oh no, you'll <coughs> wait until I'm done watching. You know, whatever you know, the, <laughs> the Olympics, whatever. No, no, they, they, you know, I, I think I earn more so the trust that Will's going to get it to us, yeah, when, when, when it's right. Yeah. You know,
0: so. I think like, I've been freelance for like eleven years, Um oh, yeah. and yeah, my biggest thing I think I learned is like knowing when to say no to yeah. stuff. Yeah, because it's, it's hard. The
2: same thing. I mean, do you ever bite? Off, like I bite off more than I can chew all the time. Yeah, and I, and, and I always end up. Having to crawl my way out of it, or just yeah. t- just killing myself to getting everything. Totally. Done. Do you, how do you do that? Like,
0: I I like just I. I just sort of know, like I get, I just know what I can do at this point yeah. and what I can't and what it's going to stress me out. And it's like for an extra hundred bucks, if I'm going to be miserable for <laughs> yeah. a week, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. but sometimes I have to be like, all right, man, like you got to Like a couple of days, you got to yeah. suffer through yeah. it. Yeah, I'm so muscle, it's like, yeah, I'm muscle through it. it just, See, it just having depends. Having
2: that ability to think like, this is something I need to muscle through is so difficult. I feel like when you like are doing your own business or where you're like managing your own thing, like. For me, it was always easier to have somebody else be like, all right, you got to get this done by this time. Like, now that I have to make that for myself and I'm the one saying yes and no to people about things, I just want to do everything. Yeah. I just want to make everybody happy.
0: <laughs> totally. I struggle I mean the thing I struggle struggle with the most is just organization yeah, like so for me good. I'm just all over the place I'm not good at like accounting I'm not good at like
2: invoice Like for but... everybody listening right now this office is covered in post-it notes <laughs> <laughs> he's got food oh my god it's a- unbelievable there's documents <laughs> everywhere uh, you can't even see my the ground It's
0: just like this except my bed is in it
2: <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got Mountain Dew floor. bottles in the corner like 100,000 Mountain Dew bottles one of them's a label from the 80s I'm pretty sure <laughs> I will say the one
0: thing that I did I was reading something Recently, those are like they were like anything that takes you less than like two minutes to do, just do like yeah. don't put it off they're yeah. like writing an email like washing something it. or picking yeah. like throwing your putting your clothes in a hamper instead of throwing it on the floor, just do it just do yeah, it. but it's that's cool, yeah, yeah, so I try to like always be like how long is this gonna take like, all right, like, just do it now so you're not like stressed because I feel like the other thing about it's like my apartment's dirty or something or if like there's stuff around it it stresses me out, yeah, yeah. that's
2: yeah. what my wife's like that, yeah, she gets really upset if like. The dishes are all out, or if things are like, or if the tables like has crumbs on it, like she can't think straight if that shit is going.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I, I, I'm like that, but then I'll just leave it anyways and just go crazy. Yeah, (laughs) that's a cool move too. Yeah, it's a good move. I like. Yeah, (laughs) it's a nice move. I like that move. I mean, how how do you sort of deal with like technology and having kids? Like, because obviously your kids are like growing up with Mm -hmm. all this stuff. I mean. Do you have to, like, do you think about what, like, their future is going to be like? Do you think about, like, trying to, like, monitor it? Do you have to be, like... Do kids still play outside? Like, I don't even know. Dude, all my
2: kids do is play outside. Really? They don't have phones. They don't have iPads. Like, we have iPads that, like, when we fly, like, when we go to Hawaii and they have to be on the flight for, like, 12 hours. Right. Yeah, I'm giving them the fucking iPad, you know? But we go to restaurants. Like, I expect them to act appropriate. And they sometimes act appropriate for children and sometimes they rise to the occasion and it's unbelievable, you know, yeah, but that's part yeah. of it. Um, you know, I am not a big fan of just giving the kids that stuff. I like playing with them. That being said, when I'm home or the, my, my wife is home, you know, if, if it's chaotic and it's getting to the point where we're overwhelmed and we're not making good decisions, you know, we're going to, put the TV on or something like that so they can chill out and so we can chill out it's like a really good tool in that way where it's like okay they're watching an educational show for a little bit but as far as like phones and technology and all that shit goes it terrifies me dude I don't know what to do about it Um, just talking to Will earlier today like if there was cell phones with like if there was like video phones when I was a kid like I I wouldn't have a career right now because of all the stupid shit that I did you know and it's, you know, my kids get dirty, we go camping, we run around outside, but they also love, you know, uh, Subway Surfers or whatever this game <laughs> is that their cousin plays. And they see it from other people. I don't want to shelter them from it. Right. But I was never a video game guy, and I don't really, you know, I, don't, I, I, I wish, I hope they're not little video game guys. I want them to be go, like, go-getting go adventure guys I also just want them to be happy, yeah. And when they get old enough to make those decisions with their time, that's great. But as their dad, I, I don't want to put them in front of the TV unless we're watching like Led Zeppelin on BBC, you know right, what I mean? right? Or we're watching like The Point, you know that movie yeah. With, yeah. with, narrated by um, uh, Ringo Starr, Harry Nielsen wrote all those songs for. It. Like we, tr- I try to make it stuff that I, I want them to watch, you know, because. I am the controller of the universe. I'm trying to make it the coolest universe yeah, ever. So you know? I don't just want to hand them their iPad and be like, go play some stupid fucking game.
0: Even right. Like, I don't know. Steven, who sadly couldn't be here today, yeah. um, he has the opposite approach. He doesn't want to show his kids anything cool because he's worried they'll rebel against him. Yeah, right. And he's like, I don't show them. He's like, I have this whole back room full of comics, all this stuff. Yeah. He's like, I won't tell them about cool bands. He's like, because I'm worried.
2: That they'll like, Yeah. I mean that's a good approach Yeah That's real weird I saw Trish today And we were talking about how oh, Steve yeah Steve is, Tr- Steven doesn't know this Yeah But Trish and Steven and the girls Are all gonna move Doylestown We're gonna combine <laughs> our wealth I like it We're gonna combine our wealth We're gonna buy like a plot of land And we're gonna have a little hippie commune I like it Yeah And I'm gonna show the girls all this cool stuff <laughs> I'm gonna show them my comics I'm gonna show them bands I'm gonna give them guitars you know and be- drums Because
0: you're not their dad That might be like we're
2: gonna be like yeah. Oh my god Uncle be- oh, yeah. so cool It'll yeah. still be cool uh-huh. No, it's it's a weird it's a weird time to be raising kids, and honestly, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just I'm making it up as I go, trying things out, see how it works. You know, doing what feels right to me. Screaming and yelling at kids for doing the wrong thing does not does not feel right to me, and I don't like to do it. And it happens. And right. I fucking hate it. I hate it. What well, it's coming out of my mouth when I'm saying shitty things. I hate it. You know, you can't always punish a problem. Sometimes you have to, you have to talk to them. Why are you upset? Well, maybe we could figure out a way to do that where they, the problem gets figured out rather than you getting in trouble right now for hitting your brother. right you know And for, for as much of a hassle as it is, it is literally teaching me how to deal with real problems in my life. Like my son James, like if you change something on him, like, okay, we're going to the zoo. Actually, the zoo's closed. He'll fucking have a meltdown. Like he just likes that. like he doesn't. And but then you can talk him into it, like, okay, we'll do this other fun thing, like I'm like that. And I never realized that until I'm in the studio with Will. And he's like, no, I don't really like this part. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't like this part? Like, this is the part. This is the way it has to fucking be, man. like, I'm throwing a fit like my son does, you know? And so it's like, oh, man, I want to work on that part about myself. And that's the only way that I'm going to be able to teach him anything. Yeah, Because if I fix that, me you know
0: that's the other thing I've noticed too like over the last few years it blew my mind was like whenever I get like annoyed by something someone else is doing something I do yeah. that yeah. I that's can't see myself we that? do that that's constantly crazy. every day
2: of our lives as human beings We, I fucking hate that guy and the thing you hate about that guy is something you really are, are scared about for yeah. yourself we yeah. use people as a mirror we project
3: totally. You recognize good it- or bad Great. If you recognize it, that's awesome. If you, you know don't, I mean?
2: you're a literal piece of shit. Exactly. And you're somebody I don't want to be <laughs> associated with. Do you do any
0: stuff for your, to like maintain mental health, like any kind of like meditation or I any do. type I of... I do. I meditate
2: every day. Yeah. Um. And I, I see a therapist and uh, who's just a really good guy. I started seeing when I got out of rehab a few years ago and I don't see him on a consistent like date like weekly basis. Sometimes I'll be in from tour and I won't talk to him for a month, and then I'll go make a session and we'll he see him in town. He's a good guy to check in with, and I like it's it's good for me. Um, but playing music and taking some time to be quiet is what helps me. In the morning, I'll get up before everybody and I'll meditate for ten minutes, which is just me sitting there. Focusing on my breath in and out, thoughts will come to my brain, my brain I'll see them float by like little ducks on a pond. I don't follow them right and if I find myself following them, it's okay. Just breathe, I'll do that for ten minutes a day in the morning, ten minutes at night, and that helps my mental health exercise has been the best thing for my mental health like I have serious mental health issues with stress and anxiety, depression, and since I started exercising i i I haven't been struggling as much, and it really helps me feel. Emotional balance. And there's been things in my life that have come up recently that I feel like I've been able to react, I'd be able to not react right away to them. Whereas, like when I didn't have that energy flow happening, I was very reactive. And now I can sort of absorb something for a minute and see, well, I'm really upset by this. Why am I upset by this? Let's think about it before I just blow up. Right. And I've seen from your Instagram, like you hit a lot of these CrossFit places on tour. I, do. I like CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. It's not all. The, it's not the only thing that I do, but I, I I do like CrossFit a lot. It's fun. It's like a game. The, I you think know? that's
0: like the least anyone into CrossFit has ever said about it. <laughs> it's a fun. <laughs> sure. It's a
2: fun thing. It's like a little game. It's not something. You know, I feel like people get super into it, but it's like people. You know, it's like anything. Yeah. Like, I'll do it a couple days a week. I also like boxing. You know, like I just started kickboxing with this guy that was on Takes of Chaos. This dude Bruce, who is the man. I started getting into yoga um i love you know uh like you know just doing weird like like holds you know like uh, like planking and stuff like it just like it's good for your core um and i just like feeling it makes me feel healthy
0: did you ever read that um that duff mckagan book no.
2: But I it's heard it was crazy. It's great, but a lot of it is like
0: him talk I mean like sadly so it didn't turn out that but he talks about when he got Scott Weiland clean and mm-hmm. like he got him super into CrossFit and yeah. like got him like eating healthy and like totally like transformed as a lot. Le- it was yeah. like pretty
2: interesting. That's crazy. I didn't know Scott Weiland did
0: CrossFit. Yeah. Well Duff is big into it and I guess he got him That's awesome. kind of back on track. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. And I just also watched that Jake the Snake documentary, oh, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, I haven't cool. seen that's it, but I heard that was awesome. really that's really like cool. Also, yeah, not, but yeah, D- Dale's page kind of gets him back into the, like yeah. It's interesting how yeah. like you get someone who's so far gone into this regiment, and they can totally transform them.
2: Yeah, I sometimes wonder if it's like the same thing with, like, well, if a dog's misbehaving, like the uh, dog whisperer or whatever, Cesar, he would take the dogs out, and he will run them like crazy, and then they're like they can chill a little bit and they can take suggestion. Like maybe like my energy was so confused and I just needed this this thing to exhaust yeah. some of that shitty yep. energy so that yep. the the more, the clear stuff could kind of rise up.
3: Yeah, this this isn't even close to, you know, what, what you were dealing with, you know, yeah. but in terms of just like mental health, in terms of just stress health or, or just brain, or yeah. just, you know, just capacity. You know, I don't think anyone on this earth Actively listens to music as much as I do you know, no. on, on a given day. You know, I'm talking. You know, at, at, at one point for years at a time, it was about 18 hours a day where I'm working. <laughs> you know, and actively listening. Yeah. So I'm I'm digesting this crazy music and trying to deconstruct and reconstruct intensely for 16 hours a day, and just up until a few years, like probably within the last like year two or year, two, two years. Yeah, yeah, and I literally was losing my mind. I felt like I was sick. I felt like I was like my, my yeah. the way I, my my speech was was yeah. wrong. I couldn't, you know. I used to be a very good speaker. <clears throat> he you was know? in
2: pain. He was like in pain. Yeah, and um,
3: I I developed, you know, like he- uh, health issue with you know having a bad sciatic nerve, you know, pinch mm. just from that was more so from the physical side, but it's all um,
2: kind of related. Yeah, there.
3: yeah, but it, like I felt like, dude, this is making me unhealthy. Like, I have to back off. Not, not even back off, like, I have to work less or care about it any less. I just have to actually chill so that it'll make, when I do it for only 12 hours a day, those 12 hours mean a little more. Yeah. So the second I started, you know, boxing and running yeah. and putting some energy other places yeah. for hours a day and, like, just chilling out, watching a baseball game, being yeah. being taken over by a baseball game, yeah. getting into baseball and running every, every night, like... It literally made me love music so
2: much yeah. more. So a like, lot of ways, exercising is like a form of yeah. meditation because you're not like thinking exactly. about all this stuff. You're just thinking like up exactly. that's and down. That's what the last few years down. I've been
3: focusing on, on a lot more writing because I yeah. felt more inspired instead of just sitting there like ma- doing math on Dude, a computer. Dude, you had
2: one of those Sun Eaters ideas came to you when you were running. Yeah, I remember exza- that exactly. Like, oh, I was running. Dude, I wrote I wrote exact, uh, that exactly. song, If I Don't Sing. I wrote that, all the melodies and lyrics of yeah. that song, riding my bike down yeah. from the Creek House one day, all yeah. impressed.
3: Yeah. They're the best, they're the, my favorite <laughs> melodies were done. Yeah. outside of rather, walking or running or doing something so to mean something yep. you know because i've definitely enjoyed music as as a listener even even passively listening to music a lot more in the last last year year and a half or so i
2: really do i really think yeah. that everybody if they made like 10 minutes at, on on both poles of the day like in the morning and night just 10 minutes to be quiet yeah to go somewhere quiet be quiet i mean like you know clarity comes from you know uh like Being quiet, just like, you know, uh, chaos comes out of, you know, uh, like confusion and chaos are related in the same way, you know, like it's they're like brother and sister. So if you go and create a quiet space for yourself, there are things in your mind that will settle down and things will kind of come to you.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, I feel like I've talked to people about this too, and they're like, oh, I can't meditate. Like, my brain's too crazy. I'm like, dude, yeah, that's how every single person feels. Yeah. Yeah. Every person yeah. that's
2: ever meditated thought that too. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't have to focus, you don't have to do anything. Just right. Just breathe. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go into yourself and be tripping, you know? Right, like, right. And that that can happen too. And that's what's great. When that starts happening, you're like, whoa, it's, it's, it's beautiful, but it's also, you don't, you don't, you're not striving for anything, you're just breathing.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Like to me, because I feel like a lot of this. I've had a lot of experiences in the past with like psychedelics, and I, I've had similar experiences with meditation and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And but it's totally like, it's like it's more work, but it's like more validating too. It's You're, like, real. Yeah. It's it, real. It
2: wasn't like a supplemented experience. Right. It's Something that you that you created and you took part in and you. It's of you. Yeah, rather than being like of the earth or like some weird lab, it was making LSD. <laughs> totally. You uh, you ever take mescaline? Never taken mescaline. It's probably my worst trip ever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I won a contest to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers play at the TLA by writing a article to uh, Y100 about school, how to end school violence. I don't even remember what I wrote. But I, Wait, I, I was one of the first people to write this article for uh, to win a radio contest for Y100. This was like pre-circa? This was pre-circa. This was like high school. And okay. it was right when Columbine was going down. So I wrote okay. this thing and I won tickets for me and my brother to go see it. And that day at school, the day I was going to go was right toward the end. This kid like had micro dots, which are like little hits of mescaline and nobody wanted them. Everybody was scared of them. And I was like, hey, oh, I'll take them. (laughs) And so for like 10 bucks, I bought these, these two hits and I took them and I was, it was just, it was just like the most insane. Like things were happening to me that like everything was coming along it was just a nightmarish trip I don't even want to get into the like try to animate the things that were going on like it was just so bad and I had to go home my friend took me home my mom was trying to talk to me I told her I didn't feel good I went to my room my brother picked me up and was like, what's up with you? And I'm like, dude, I took two hits of Masculine. I am fucking can't even think straight. I can't walk straight. I don't know what's happening. And he took care of me all night. But he brought me to the show. And I was at the show. And I remember just being like, "Huh, ah, 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 yeah. Like, like <laughs> freaking out. And then being like, okay, this is good. Oh, my God, this is bad. Yeah. It was like waves of just Uh-oh. terror were coming. But after that, I have spent years just taking mushrooms and acid. And- the idea...
0: Like, because I feel like that was a real big thing in like six and seventies days. It's like taking psychedelics and going to see bands play. Yeah, but it's I, literally the worst. It's the worst to be in I, <laughs> tripping. I did it for me. Me too. I would only done it once, and it was sadly like fairly recently. <laughs> <laughs> it but was like, yesterday. I wanted, I wanted to be like, yeah, I made it when I was in high I school. Saw I saw that too. <laughs> and I was on a pound of peyote. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> I saw uh, Desaparecidos. Okay, um, that's cool. Oh. Yeah. And they Very played cool. at Webster and it was like, this was like an unplanned thing. Like I was just going, someone's like, yeah, I got this. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And I was like, come on. I was like, "Ah, eh, whatever, fine. Who cares? And kind of forgot about it and then got there and it was the first night of the Republican debates and they wanted to show them on these TV screens. So they're playing and on these huge screens, it's like Donald Trump and all these people debating on mute. <laughs> and they're playing, and I was like, "The world's
2: ending." That sounds like, like a fucking nightmare. It
0: <laughs> was like I was like I was like I really think the world is like everything's like shaking, and it's like these. And I was like, "Oh, this is it! Yeah. Like we're all gonna die." Yeah. And that you was almost the last-
2: have to plan for a psychedelic experience because yeah, you, it's like it. People like that you're a kid and you take it. It's like hippie toys, you know. But the reality of it is, that if you're gonna go into an experience like that, you have to kind of be prepared. Because if you go into it just thinking like that you're going to go get something from another realm, like you're going to have something taken from you. Yes. You know, you can go into an experience like that and get a lot out of it. And I think it's helped. I think I, I definitely have had those experiences. Same here.
0: Same here. But those experiences I feel like I've had is like sitting in nature. Yeah. Being or out like, in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> or being introspective. Yeah, or like, I yeah. Like, the last
2: time I tripped was with Colin during when we were making Juturna, and I was in the woods. Oh, that's yeah. not true. the last time I tripped was on a tour bus and I found a mushroom, it was like years ago and we were somehow coming through Canada and I was trying to get all the weed and drugs out of my bag and I found this mushroom that I didn't know I even got in there and so I ate it and then I had to go through border crossing and all this shit that sounds terrifying I feel like that's terrifying even when you're not on drugs I think what happened was I was doing that and I was upset so then I took a whole bunch of Xanax and I was like (laughs) i
0: fucking feel great right now (laughs) Go to sleep. What do you feel like if you have like an urge to get fucked up or something now, like what like how do you sort of deal with it? Do you go for a run? Do you uh, like just think or do you just like
2: It's weird, you know, like I um uh, I deal with it in a bunch of different ways. A lot of times when I think about getting fucked up or I think about heroin or something like that, I'm immediately reminded about how awful it was for me. Um, so it's kind of not one of those things where I think like oh yeah I would love to do a bag right now it's like that would ruin my fucking life and right I don't right do that right um, you know every once in a while I think like it would be nice to have like a drink you know but then the same thing like i wasn't one of those guys that drank and like could chill like everybody i know can you know like i'm not uh doing angel dust or or shooting heroin anymore so i'm okay with that (laughs) just to clarify i'm not on angel dust right now (laughs)
0: uh what do you think of the faith no more album angel dust
2: though uh dude i don't even know any songs off that oh man uh, small victory. Yeah, I'm just. I I think I missed out on the Faith No More train and okay. kind of discovered and was like more of like a Phantomist type of guy.
0: Okay, yeah, Phantomist is a little. I didn't get as into. It. They were a little too out there for me.
2: Is is really out there? But the reason I got into Phantomist was because I saw Phantomist at the TLA and it was Buzz Buzz Melvin was playing with him, and the drummer from Faith No More and other guys were okay. in the band and it was like he, it, there was like a whole like 20 minutes of the set where Mike was just pointing at somebody and then they would solo for however long until he pointed at somebody else and it was just like this performance I'd never seen before I thought it was really cool he's such a crazy performer
0: yeah I just saw Faith No More they played Webster they did like an undersell no huh. way yeah, like, cool. They, yeah, that's cool yeah,
2: It was see cool. I was never a fan but I would love to go yeah. I would love to just see see him perform like that yeah I think it would miss I think it was more like my brother's time yeah yeah I was a big Metallica fan as a kid. Like, big Metallica fan. Same here. Yeah. Did you hear the new stuff? I haven't heard the new yeah, stuff, but I've yeah. seen, like, I it's a, good. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it's great. I actually thought the last record was pretty cool, too, but I just didn't get into They're it.
0: They're like a yeah. band like Weezer to me where I'm like, I'm not going to like anything as much as I used to like yeah. it. I'm yeah. just not going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is probably not, yeah.
2: No, best. I mean, I have been, uh, that. Weezer's definitely one of those bands. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's other bands I'd love to talk to say that I don't want to because yeah. I, I know them. Yeah. But there's stuff that I hear recently where I'm just like, wow, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Um, but let's talk about good. Let's talk let's about, about good, good music. Stuff. Let's yeah. talk about good music.
0: All right. So uh, uh, Pixie Queen. is a
2: <laughs> Pixie Queen, out now. You know what's a really cool record that's going to come out soon? Um, well, that Balance record that Will just did is awesome. Okay. And the, you just finished Tiger's Jaw record that I'm really excited about. Yeah, Tiger's Jaw. A bunch of stuff that level. he's doing, like there's an Isley record that I really want to hear. Yeah. Um, but the Taking Back Sunday record that I heard, there's a bunch of songs on there that I really love. Yeah, I think it's, it's their greatest record. I
0: did the bio for that, so I got it real early from Hopeless. I love
2: <laughs> like the songs that I heard live on that Taste of Chaos tour blew me away, and I loved a lot of the lyrical stuff about it. And uh, I just think that that band has like really found their their thing right now. And it, for better or for worse, I just think it's uh they're an important band.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's different, and I feel like bands don't at that stage in their career always take a lot of chances i guess yeah Yeah.
2: and they are yeah it's, it's really cool i like that i'm really excited about hearing that record um Bunch of new stuff. Chris great, and there's always so much more good music to talk about than there is bad yeah, music. That's but for true. some reason, bad music gets lamented about so much more.
0: What about you? As far as obviously you're doing the solo stuff. I mean, is do you think there's another Salesian record coming up? Another Circa record? Like, how do you, or is it just sort of like one thing at a time?
2: I have to take it one thing at a time, yeah, because or else my head explodes. I can, but imagine. I know that um, I know that there's more Circa coming in the future. I know that next year is going to be a, like a. You know, pretty busy with circus stuff, and uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you know. I wouldn't discount doing a Sayon record in the future. It just it's hard to imagine it. You know, uh, it's hard to imagine time for like any of the stuff I want to do. I feel like I want to start a new band. I want to start a band with you right now. Yeah, do you want to start a band? Let's do it right <laughs> now. Okay, that we, awesome. right we can do it right now. We can awesome. literally Hello. do it right now. All right, ready? Let's harmonize with each other. Ready? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah you heard it yeah perfect naked, it. the naked frisbees
0: naked frisbees check us out now well can you produce it <laughs> oh no, yeah it's already done okay actually already we started. already
2: we already got a 10 stars in alternative press oh my god perfect
0: <laughs>
2: awesome we're doing the VMAs next year the APMAs or whatever they're called perfect awesome
0: that should be great man I mean we cannot Sweet. top that ending no, I yeah. love it <laughs> all right um thank you to anthony and will for stopping by you can check out anthony's new solo album pixie queen out now you can also check out circa in early 2017 on the on letting go 10 year anniversary tour do you want to record with the yip good luck (laughs) uh i think will's booked for like we talk about like thanks a year year and a half so uh (laughs) chances are it's not gonna happen for you but uh you could always you could always ask Maybe in two years you yeah. want to get a book. Maybe in a couple of years. It'll give you plenty of time to tighten up your sound. <laughs> or maybe he'll get a cancellation that happens. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't work for him, so I don't <laughs> really know what his calendar's like. I'm just saying he's a good producer and he's very booked up.
1: Uh, what else? I don't know. If you want to donate, you know. Yes. If you, you want to donate to this
0: podcast, um, you can go to com. You can donate a dollar. You can donate $10. You could donate $45,000. You exactly can, if you don't want to donate but no more than that no more than that I'm capping it at a 45k <laughs> if you can also just leave us a nice review on iTunes that's always that's always nice you can tweet at us tell us what you like tell us what, what you don't like you know if you don't like something you, know, you can probably just keep it to yourself <laughs> uh,
1: unless it's constructive criticism yeah unless it's constructive like Jonah stop handling the microphone yeah Brad
0: hates when I handle the microphone, <laughs> but yeah, if it's something like a Joan is a hipster, then you know what? Keep it to yourself. It's a free podcast. Don't listen to it. There's so much other stuff you could do with your time.
1: Uh, Brad, okay. No one's ever talked shit about you, Brad. <laughs> thought, so you just said I don't matter. I don't matter enough. No, do you realize that all you know that anybody's talking about you, good or bad, it's good. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know if that's true with the internet because I think that was true when there were like only like like gatekeepers and like magazines (laughs) and like you had to release something it was notable for you to be in something now it's like shithead like (laughs) shithead 420 in his basement in iowa is talking about you that to me doesn't reflect on you being relevant it just means this guy has a lot of free time
1: yeah i guess that's a good point i don't know but you know you don't want to be forgotten no, you don't want to be forgotten. But I am glad that nobody's talked to shit no. about me.
0: And if it's, <laughs> and you take any solace in the fact that eventually we will all be forgotten. Yeah. Really? It'll be like we never even existed. Even George Washington someday will be forgotten once, you know, whatever, meteor hits a planet. <laughs> it's a beautiful concept. Yep. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Um, thanks to Anthony and Will for coming by. Thanks to me for hosting this episode. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. <laughs>